This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. The only place to get the general manager show each week is A's Cast Live, and then we play it throughout the week on A's Cast. David Forst joins us here, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. David, how are you? Hey, Chris, how's it going today? Uh, it's great, especially after that win. I know what my stomach felt last night, how it felt last night in the ninth inning. How was your stomach feeling? Uh, well, let's just say I enjoyed about three seconds of that game, the three when Chappie's ball was in the air. So uh, that that's kind of sums it up. Yeah, you just, you just, you, uh, you just get the sense that this is playoff baseball. We're not even in the playoffs, but yet, but this is playoff baseball. It's got that feeling. Yeah, well, look, we've known for we've known for a couple of weeks that every game mattered. That the other two teams we're competing against right now aren't going to lose many games, if any, in the case of the Rays. So, you know, every game counts, no matter who we're playing. So, guys did a great job pulling one out last night. You took a gamble last night with Frankie Montas because you just don't know how a guy's going to throw after he's been gone for 80 games. How proud of you? How proud of you are you of the effort of the right-hander? Yeah, he was huge. Uh, you're right. We we didn't know exactly what to expect. I I did know how much uh, time and, and effort Frankie put into the last you know two months, basically making sure he was ready to do whatever um, going out there at. Fitch Park, throwing his simulated games every five days. He got an instructional league last, instructional league game last week, so I knew how hard he was working. I communicated with him a couple times, um, and, you know, and, and he made it clear how badly he wanted to contribute. So when it came down to it, talking with Bob and, and looking at the, the makeup of the rotation and the, the bullpen, it just made sense to get him a start, and um, and he really showed up. How big do you think this game was for him mentally as he's now going to not be able to play in the playoffs and just what this does for his mindset in the offseason heading into spring training? I think it's important for him to have been able to pitch at least one time. Um, it, it would, look, he, you know, he accepted the responsibility for what happened. He served his eight games. Um, you know, it was hard for him to be away from the team. Um, but we, you know, like I said, we appreciate the, the time he put in while he was gone to be able to do what he did last night. So I think it's certainly something for him to to kind of build off going into the off season. Yeah, he he looked fabulous, and uh, he's definitely going to be a big part of, of what you got going next year in the rotation. The one scare out of last night is the growing in Mark Canna. Do we know how he's feeling today? I don't have any update right now. Uh, guys got in pretty late last night. And uh, 
we weren't going to hit on the field today, so guys were getting in the clubhouse a little late. I, I expect to hear from Nick Paparesta sometime in the next hour or so, but uh, we'll hope for the best for Mark and, and hope he's able to get back in there the next few days. Yeah, because he's met. I mean, he's met so much for your ball club this year. I mean, the fact that you know, not only is he hitting, as I had this statistic, you know, since the start of August, he's got a 967 OPS and nine dingers and 27 RBIs. But the fact that he's playing center field every day—that's just been a godsend for you. Yeah, yeah, it has. You and I have talked a lot about Mark, and and deservedly so. Um, so it was great we were able to cover for him last night, send Chad out there. You know, Chad, Chad's the original guy who does it all, right? So he's able to go from left to second to center field, help Bob out. Uh, Frankie Barreto hasn't gotten much time here in September, but huge to have him available to, to fill in at second base. And, um, you know, like, so the guys will just have to keep picking each other up. So you got Mania going today and you got fires going on Friday. So that sets up, and I know, you know, knock on wood, you got to get into that wild card game. But how do you like how that sets up? Because Wednesday would be the actual regular day for fires, and you'll have an extra day for Mania. How do you like that setting up for whoever's going to start this wild card game? That's, that's kind of the way we looked at it when uh, we set up the rotation after the off days last week. Uh, Bob and Emo sat down and Looked at you know you always you always have to be prepared you know, like you said we have to get there first but but you do have to prepare and um, the idea of having both those guys potentially available for a game on Wednesday uh, made a lot of sense to everyone. Have you guys internally decided who it is, or are you going to wait to see what these next two starts look like? Yeah, I I think there's a lot that needs to be figured out over the next four days, uh, both with our guys with the matchups. Uh, you know, who we may be playing. Obviously, uh, there's still tiebreaker scenarios in play that we need to consider. So, you know, Bob Bob said this yesterday or the day before. He said he's, he's focused on the day-to-day, which is what we need him to do. You know, in the office, and take a look ahead, try and make some contingency plans. So there's a lot of different scenarios in play at this point. So let's just say we do have some tiebreakers. Those are not considered postseason games, right? And Frankie could pitch in one of those games if you got to play something like on Monday? That's correct. Very interesting. So Frankie could be helping more than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're going to do everything we can to avoid that scenario, but uh, to have a Montas up your sleeve if you get in there uh, is not a, bad, not a bad way to go in. How much have you been scoreboard watching? More than is probably healthy. Uh, I keep I keep trying to remind myself I have absolutely no control over those other games, but uh, it doesn't help me from uh, from trying to affect what happens on the field. Yeah, you know, you're sitting there and you're going, "Come on, White Sox!" You know, "Come on, Red Sox!" And it's nice when another team can help you. And hopefully, uh, at this point, you can clinch soon and take a deep breath and get ready. Uh, you know, I, I think about if you can get the game in Oakland. You know, how nice is it going to be? Like, let's just say whoever, whether it's Cleveland or 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 uh, the Rays, they got to fly all the way to California. You got that nice little flight home, and then you got a couple days off to settle in before that game on Wednesday. Playing at home would be great. Obviously, we've gone through this twice. Uh, playing on the road hasn't worked out particularly well either time. Um, but play, anytime you can play in front of our fans, in front of a packed building. I've already heard really good things about ticket sales over the last, you know, 48 hours. So 
um, it would be great to have a packed Coliseum for, uh, for a game like that. Go to athletics.com slash postseason to get your tickets for the wild card and also the ALDS. And, you know, there's something about our fan base that when you pack that place, especially like 2012 and 2013, just talk about the energy that, that, that just supplied to the, from the fans to the players. It's like no other. It really is. It, I mean, I've been in a lot of packed ballparks for the playoffs and otherwise. And, uh, there's nothing like the feeling in our place and, uh, you know, we've been in the office downstairs near the clubhouse where we have a huge wall-sized picture of the 2012 postseason against the Tigers where that place is packed, the towels are waving, and you, you can almost feel it come off the wall uh, and remember exactly how great it is in that building. So uh, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, as much as we hate Mount Davis, what makes this different, it's like – it's now a bowl, and it keeps the sound in. It's why it's so loud versus the other stadium. So, uh, no doubt, hope to get that home playoff game. We were joking around that we've come up with a new metric called the Townie 7 because we looked at these guys <laughs> that uh, go seven innings and give up two runs or less. And John Morosi put it out there about Verlander, Bieber, Cole, Miner. So, I just started looking it up. And for your ball club, if your starter goes seven or more innings, it's happened 20 times, the starter's 13-2, and two, and your overall team record is 16-4. and four. There's just something about when you go into the seventh inning how it's less outs the bullpen has to cover. Do you guys ever really look at that? Well, we always look at, at the starter's ability to go deep. I mean, that that's always the key to the game, and, and particularly this time of year when the, the bullpen is, is gassed. I mean, we've got three or four guys up in the top ten in terms of games pitched this year, and, and any time your starter goes deep, it, it really impacts your ability to win the game. I mean, even just last night, Bob said he was expecting five from Frankie. He got six. Those three extra outs are are a chance for the bullpen to slide back an inning. You know, you got you know you got Liam at the back, so we just got a bridge today. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, Liam has converted 15 of his last 17 saves. You know, just talk about what you see with him because it's just not a fastball. I mean, his breaking ball is devastating. Also, it is. Well, when you throw 99, anything that anything else that comes off of that, he's going to have a chance to be effective, and he commands it. He keeps it down well. You saw the swings and misses last night on balls in the dirt. And, uh, you know, we feel we feel really good handing him the ball with a lead right now, and that's, that's where you need to be if you're going to win this time of year. And you know who's really turned it around this year? Talk about Soria. He's been really good for you since the All-Star break. Yeah, Joaquin's pitched great. He, uh, you know, it took him a little while to get settled in. I think with some moving parts in the bullpen, he was sometimes pitching in the eighth, sometimes pitching in the sixth. And uh, like you said, since the break, He's been as, as consistent as anyone out there. You've seen the last two nights how crisp his stuff is, able to miss some bats. And, uh, I'm certainly going to rely on him uh, heavily as we go forward. So this is going to – we'll end on this. This is going to be the last start for King Felix in Seattle. And it just seemed like every single year the ball club was – you know, you'd see him lead off in Japan and – and then he'd be the first game after Japan. It just seemed like he always was matching up against the A's. Talk about what you saw from him in his career. You're right. It, it felt like we were facing him, you know, three times a year in April, and then every time we'd go in there the rest of the season. Look, the, 
the most complimentary thing I can say about Felix is I am not going to miss facing him at all because uh, there have been times over the last decade when he has really owned us. Um, and even now, you know, it, obviously his stuff is not the same and, and he's had health issues. He's a formidable opponent to go up against. You know how crafty he is now. You know, early in his career, he was blowing up by you and dropping the split on you at uh, 90 plus miles an hour. But even tonight, you know, you know he's got a chance to to do some things. So I, he's had an incredible career with the Mariners. Wherever he ends up next year, I still hope it's out of the division. Good stuff, David. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Chris. Appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.